Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay, so what was the horrible team building thing that you had to do for work? All of them. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. You know, people always do that. Like, everybody does those things, those team building things. Oh, my God. I... Hate team building. <laughs> I should say, let me cur- let me clarify before you yeah. throw it to the phones. I hate structured team building, forced fun. Yeah, that's what like we call, call it. it. Yeah, six five one six four one. You will have fun. One zero seven one. What team? What was the horrible team building thing that you had to do for work? Um, do you want to know? I'm asking. Well, of course I do. Okay, did you hear this? <sighs> Did you hear about this uh, group no. in Switzerland? Nope. And I don't know what kind of... I, it doesn't... This story doesn't really tell me what kind of business this was. Okay. But they were doing a team building exercise. Yeah. Uh, where they had to walk across hot coals. Mm. There that were, seems like a great idea. Right? Didn't Oprah do that? Yes. Was that the Jim... Uh, not Jimmy Fallon. Tony, uh, Robin. Tony, Robin's Tony Robbins experience. Yes. So, so this business was like, "Hey guys, it'll be fun. We'll do a team building exercise. We'll all believe in each other, and oh, you won't." Thirteen no. people oh. had to be taken to the hospital. Yeah, because they burnt their feet off and treated for severe injuries for uh, searing that coming. the balls of their toes. Hey, why don't you take your socks off and walk on no. hot coals? Who's that going to work for? I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I would never be okay with this. I would never sign that release. I just, I also love that, like, they needed to go this deep in order to make people hate team building. Right. Like, they could have gotten their employees to hate this experience for way less, uh, way less money. Right. And hospital bills. Like, seriously, a trip to Outback Steakhouse would have done it. I mean, I love Outback Steakhouse. No, I, like, look, if you're going to throw food at me, that's one thing. But when you make me form a small group. this 13 people yeah 13 so like who were the first like why after the first person who burnt themselves or maybe i don't know the first 10 you know like the last three were like well maybe it'll work like like or were they just like everybody at once run onto the hot coals because that doesn't seem like a great idea either anyway i know we got people i'm Um, sorry 
651-641-1071. What was the most so terrible, awful you, team building thing you had to do for work? Did you ever, I'm sorry, I'm okay. hijacking this because Fine. I want to know, did you ever do, have you done this formal team building experience? Not, honestly, not in like a work setting, yeah. but in other group settings. Okay. Like I've had to do ropes courses, like trust in falls. Community perhaps? That would be yes. Okay. Um zip lines. Uh, oh, so you have done that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. And I I think we did a couple of those things in college. Okay. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. So uh let's go to Lee. We've got Lee on the line. Hi, Hi Lee. Lee, what's the terrible team building thing you had to do for work? Oh my gosh. I still can't even believe it actually happened. So we had to take a grapefruit or an orange and put it underneath our chin and hold it and then no. pass it to the next no. person and no. so on and so forth. No. And when I think about it, I'm like, it was so such an invasion of personal space. Oh, it was sure. way too close and very awkward. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that for you, I Lee. Don't. But you can I'm just sorry. smell it. You can just smell that experience, can't you? Yes. No thanks. Oh, thanks, Lee. Thanks, thanks for your call. You. I'm again. I'm very sorry. Like, hey, Barb from that. accounting. I have to essentially neck Barb from accounting. That's like, I don't. I hope nobody plays that dumb game anymore because even, I remember doing it when I was a kid, and that was awkward. Yeah. Like eleven. Right when you're like pressing your body up against no, and you no. shouldn't do that at age eleven, much less age I know, thirty-one. I know. We've got Kate on the line. Hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. Kate, what was the horrible team building thing you had to do for work? Okay, so there were about ten of us that were told to show up at seven o'clock in the morning and get on a Greyhound bus. No, nope. we were all given matching flannel shirts, nope. but not told where we were going. Just that we were going to be returned by 7 p.m., so 12 hours. Mm -mm. We first drove and had breakfast somewhere. Then we went and picked up fishing licenses. This was January, Uh, by the way. No. Oh, they were going to make it. We drove another hour, still not knowing what we were doing, but thinking we had a pretty good idea. Got to Lake Mille Lacs. We're put in a suburban and driven across the lake to a fishing house in the middle of the lake. And then had chips and beer and had to write our our goals for the year over the next, like, six hours. No! So basically you were kidnapped. Trapped. You were kidnapped. We were kidnapped and trapped. And we didn't even have proper food to eat. Um, And it was something I will never forget, for sure. Okay. And I hope that the authorities were called. Are you still working at this particular job? This was over a decade ago. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Thank, I am thank so you. glad that you made it through that experience alive, Kim. Me. Too. That's Kate. Kate, sorry. <laughs> but if you would have been in a in a ice house with her for twelve hours, you'd have remembered that. her name. Yeah. Kate, thanks for your. Well, call. we would have been forced to wear name tags <laughs> and learn uh, five things about each other, and then tell it to the group. No. Okay. You want to know something really funny? What? I think you're psychic. Because our next caller. Oh, I saw is, the name. Is Kim? No, it wasn't up before you. Are you said for real? It. I'm dead oh. serious. Kim is oh on the line. Oh my god, I'm psychic. You are. Hi, Kim. Oh, bye, Kim. She went bye bye in the okay. car. Car. That's fine. Okay, bye. Uh, anyway, I no, thank you. I'm sorry. I would. I I think at the age I'm at right now, if somebody said to me, "Just show up," and you'll be home but by 12 hours later i'd be like no thank you i'm gonna need more information i think you would think that but like here's the thing i know about you in a group setting you're gonna 
you're going to do it, Mm-mm. and then we're going to have a nice conversation about it nope. afterwards. Nope, I've passed over that. <laughs> I, I have know. passed over that. I turned 45, and I was All like, right. no, I mean, I 45. Look, I hope that's the case, because I, too, am done with group I just, forced fun. I, I have always been no! done with it. Except for, our, I mean, except for our job. I mean, the difference well, yeah. with our job when it comes to, see, like, now we're like, yeah, except for our job. Mm. But um, we don't have Because the, the bosses not, are listening. Well, because, yes. Yeah. There's an audio recording of our work day. <laughs> um, yeah, we love a forced fun. No, I think our workplace is a little different because our forced fun becomes fodder for content right. for the shoe. Right. So that we can then use that right. as like a resource for mm-hmm. work. Whereas when I worked at Target for eight years, that was just, you know, that was just no fun, period. <laughs> I mean, like, and it's it's there's a particular brand of of uh, this kind of experience that only exists in corporate America. Agreed. And it's like whoever thinks mm-hmm. it's like it's like like record label executives telling artists how to make an album. Mm-hmm. Like they've got numbers and things, but th- it doesn't really apply to you know the art, mm-hmm. right? Agreed. And like, just because your boss tells you you're gonna have fun. Have you ever been forced to have fun and then said, you know what? That was really fun. I want to do that again. It doesn't happen. It doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. Also, don't try to make me do a trust wall. I don't trust these people. Okay. Where's where's my, uh, you know, workers comp experience? (laughs) Thank you. I ain't fallen on the job. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley Watch show. Project Down and Dirty Trust Fall. Oh, no, thank you. Don't give them ideas. They hear they, the walls are listening. Do you want Lori and Julie to hold to trust fall you? No! <laughs> They'd be doing their nails. I know. Like, Lori would be like, I brought outfits for everyone. No, you're supposed to be catching me. Julia would be putting on her lipstick. Here's no. a wig. Good luck. Yes, exactly. Oh, honey. We'd have great wigs. That's true. Mm-hmm. When we return in the hospital while we're recovering, <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, as if we didn't just complain enough, oof, something oh. is working my very last nerve. Great. Can't wait. I'm going to tell you what it is when we come back. Um, I bet it's working yours, too. Okay. Trust me. Right. After this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Well, hello. Uh, and something is working my last nerve. Oh, good. Good. I'm very Listen, glad. I'm telling you, you getting on my last nerve. Colleen and Bradley present... Working my last nerve. You are stepping on my last nerve. Okay, I don't know. There must have been some sort of like airplane expo recently or something. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, there was. The 2022 Aircraft Interiors Expo. Well, that explains uh, It happened in Hamburg, Germany. And yeah, you know sure. what? This happens every year. There's like... Um, Except it probably didn't happen in 2020. But. You're probably right. <laughs> But most years. And then, okay, and then you're treated to a whole bunch of concepts yeah. about what the inside of... An, the, the future inter- is now! Right. okay. Oh, I gotta breathe through this. Okay. Uh, help. Because here's the deal. I've been on airplanes many times Have in you? my 45 years. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Look at and you, global None of these concepts... You bitch about uh, cars showing up on the runway for Victoria Beckham? No, I would never. Okay. Because first of all, I wouldn't be in first class. I'd be bitching about someone else entirely. Okay. This is what I'm yatching about today. 
I see these every year, every year they roll out these concepts, right? The, what is the interior, the future of air? I've for 45 years, the inside of my airplanes look the damn same. Nobody's making these things. Don't, don't show me. All they're trying to do is figure out. Yep. There's two things that are happening simultaneously. Okay. What's happening? The first thing is they're trying to show us how they're going to cram more of our bodies. Oh, gosh. Did you see the one where people could fart in your face? Yes. Thank you. Why don't you explain that one, Bradley Trainer? (laughs) I only say that because (laughs) we were in the middle of a show two days ago. Two days ago. And somebody released this (laughs) appropriate, (laughs) released this heard of a story yeah. and that I can't believe every local news outlet has has like taken and run oh, with. They, yes, they love it. They're on the runs, if you will. They've mm-hmm. cut loose with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. They dealt it, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Delta? Is that the airline? <laughs> the story is these two... <laughs> thanks for your laugh, by the way. That was choice. <laughs> you were really into that thanks, one. Thanks, Nelson. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Um, the concept is double-decker airline seating wherein... You're sitting like a normal seat, and then there's a raised seat in between yours and the next seat that it's that's at your level that's raised so that they can yeah. presumably get double the amount of seats. Therefore, yeah. almost like a stadium seating, but literally, you guys, it is no joke. And I looked when I when this story came up during a break, I said I sent it to Colleen. And I go, what's wrong with this? And you were like, well, it's really close. And I, mean, I said, yeah, like really coffins. close to somebody's butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And have you been on an airplane before? I mm-hmm. will just tell you. Have you had food on an airplane? I have had to let some things out. <laughs> and thank God for jet engines because mm-hmm. nobody's hearing Mm-mm. it. But guess what they're going to do? Smell, smell it. it. If you, you want to be you close dealt to it, that, they're going to smelt it. Do you want to be that no. close to somebody's? No. Uh-huh. no. And there is a, no. So that's that. Okay. So that's one thing. Okay. So that's on the one end. They're like, look I mean, at the, on the literally. End. They're like, look at our brand new exciting way we're going to try to cram more of your bodies in a tin can in the sky. Okay. I'm not here for that. Then on the other end, they're like, Floating cabins. Where is this? I need the to look floating. At this. It's the CNN article. Okay. The floating airplane cabin could be the future of travel, and this looks delightful. I want to be in this all the time. Yeah. But can I tell you? And this is what is working my last nerve. Okay. I've seen. I can't even tell you how many pictures I've seen of these beautiful, like flying capsules that are going to be like yeah. spas in the sky. Yeah. I never things can i also point out something what that one is underwater because there's a big fish outside so i don't know what that is Uh, (laughs) but submarine it says underwater scenes what does that have to do with anything that's not the way that doesn't look like it's underwater it looks like they're flying over water no there's an underwater one with like a giant shark nearby anyway the moral of the story is i have an answer for you what because what did what was the question you just asked where 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 are these airplanes where that why when why okay my dear you to go home tonight and do me a flavor. Okay. And that flavor is YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I want you to find, in fact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'll go find you one. Oh, I've seen like the jet blue ones where they have like the special capsules. Well, I don't know what the jet blue thing is, but okay. I do know that like on Air uh, Air Emirates, I think, for example, and a couple and there's an Air France video that I watched. Mm-hmm. They have a bar like that you can walk up to and there's a bartender in the bar like you're not seated. You're not. It's not like a little capsule. It's like a party. It's like a walk up like it's a room that you walk into and there's a seating area if you want to sit. You can sit at the bar if you want. There. My point is, you and I, unless we win the lottery tomorrow, are not flying on those planes. I'm not so that's how it used to be. Planes. So those things will exist, is my point. Like, they might, I mean, you know, usually concept is like flying cars. Maybe some of that is like Don't bring up over the flying top. cars, please. She gets I mean, very animated about flying cars. I was cars. promised flying cars But I'm just saying, like, we don't live in a tax bracket that allows us to enjoy such things as freedom about the cabin. No. Like, you know um, how they say, like, you're free to move about the cabin? Yeah, not you. <laughs> Who, do you there are two Wait. kinds of people that are free to move about the cabin. Mm-hmm. Well, three people. The first is, like, the people that can afford to be up there with mm-hmm. the bar and all that. Mm-hmm. And then there's the rest of us. And that's people with children who mm-hmm. are walking the children up and down the aisle, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, because they just need to get those kids moving. Mm-hmm. Or it's like somebody with a hip issue mm-hmm. who needs to walk it off. Mm-hmm. Like everybody else, you also, and I are there's no are about stuck the with cabin. the fart seat in front of us. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you're in fart class. Also, <laughs> listen, here's the thing. Who is it that gets paid to think these things up Engineers. that never happen? I'm like, put me on an airplane mm. for four hours. Okay. And I will be think I got all kinds of ideas about how to make it more comfortable. I feel like the way I know you fly, maybe you should do that down here with all the ideas you already on have. Earth? Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, that's a good point because you're right. Yeah, because usually when I'm in the air, I have some medicine on board I was that say, makes me your designs, a little hard. Designs might be a little weird. <laughs> they would be very psychedelic. <laughs> like I think a we'd horse, all be pirates. <laughs> I think a horse is a great a, a way to see the. Guy. This is true. This is true. Bradley no, Trainer had to talk me out of what is, flying the other day. Well, she goes, I can do this or I can do this. And I go, mm-hmm. He's like, uh, How about I the one I that doesn't involve Why don't you drive? I think you should drive. If you were going to change one thing yeah. right now, mm-hmm. magic wand, mm-hmm. you're the expert. What are you changing? I just, we don't need to have so many seats. Can we just have a few sure. fewer right. bigger, nicer, and some leg room? Done That's and all. Done. Just like, let me breathe, yeah. man. I agree. And no farting. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we've got some celebrities behaving badly, we call them. After this on My Talk 107. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we have a name for them, and that name is. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Vince McMahon. I know Ooh. you're going to be like, what? Like wrestling guy? Yes. And normally I'm not a wrestling guy. You're not into I mean, wrestling? I'll, I'll, <laughs> I, um, 
No. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I saw this story over at the TM and the Z, wherein the WWE, that's the World Wildlife Experience, mm. otherwise known as the World Wrestling something. World Wrestling Entertainment. Okay, sure. Uh, the board over at WWE is investigating, get this, an alleged multi-million dollar hush pact. Don't those sound like fancy words? Hush What's a hush pact? A hush pact, I'll tell you in a moment, payment made by Vince McMahon mm-hmm. to a former employee after the pair allegedly had an affair. And that's according to a piece in the Wall Street Journal, which I did not read because I read the TMZ report of the report. Because mm-hmm. you think I'm reading the Wall Street no. Journal? I'm pretty no. sure you needed a subscription and I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wall Street Journal claims that the, and you're right, World Wrestling Entertainment's 12-member board, where Vince is a chair, is investigating the circumstances surrounding this affair and the subsequent payments. So allegedly, supposedly, he paid somebody $3 million to be quiet. Well, that's the assumption, right? Like, we don't know for sure. But, you know, that's a big deal, mostly because you can't do that. Also, the WWE is a... um, publicly traded firm Oof. company thing so like even more legal stuff yeah can't do that even more so, wait, so he paid that money out of their coffers allegedly in january Oof. of 2022 mcmahon Mm-mm. the ceo and chairman of wwe uh, allegedly agreed to pay a former employee with whom he had an affair three million dollars over the course of five years the mm. woman who was apparently hired as a paralegal. Why are you shaking your head? Oh, I'm just saying I can see the method to that dumb madness. Oh, like if I just like do over bits. the course of three years, maybe people won't notice it. Like if he just five like years, was yeah. oh five years. If he just wrote out like to Sally McGillicuddy three million dollars, <laughs> like you'd see that missing. Yeah. That is not a name I would attach with someone you'd have an affair with. McGillicuddy. She's going to write in and be like, excuse me, please? What does that mean? Uh, No, but uh, apparently this paralegal was paid a million dollars up front, and then the remaining two million spread out over the five years. Now, the reason this is shocking, in addition to the illegality of uh, it, of course, a curse, curse. is that uh, Vince has a wife that he's been married to since... Like 1981. Oh, forget that. How old is he? He's been, okay, so he's been doing this since mm-hmm. I was oh, for sure. little and watching this on Saturday or Sunday mornings when it was called WWF, the he's World Wrestling Federation. 76. Look at him. He looks amazing I mean, for look, 76. I could, I'd like to look that amazing. I mean, at 76, I just, yeah. Anyway, uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, an American professional wrestling promoter. Yeah. So he is 76 years old. This woman, uh, allegedly, supposedly was paid that $3 million over five years. So, um, Mm. there are other people on this board who are not going to be happy with this. That would be his daughter, uh, her husband, triple H. He's a wrestler. I'm assuming because it'd be a little strange if your name was just triple H (laughs) apropos of nothing. (laughs) I mean, wasn't weren't those the initials of Minnesota's very own oh, Hubert Holly, Humphrey? Do not bring is him that what into they the called, story. This is what they called good old Hubert <laughs> Triple H. Triple H, like at the Democratic convention. Oh. Uh, anyway, uh, so the eight other members of the board have hired a law firm to investigate this situation. I mean, you gotta, you just see this way too much, mm-hmm. and. Lord, protect me from myself that mm-hmm. I should ever be a million dollar wrestling promoter mm-hmm. and think that it was okay to 
take three million dollars out of the kitty to oh, so gross. pay my mistress. That's gross. None of those things would ever apply to me. That entire thing, just none of that sounded no. like anything I'd no. ever ascribe to. Happy Pride. Thank you. And uh, it's Abby Lee Miller. Oh, I bet she could do WWE. She would be. That'd be a great crossover promo. Oh, but she's dance moms and uh, wrestling. Well, I think were she still able to do those kinds of things, she'd be it's all about, a, about it. It's been a rough few years it's for been her. A rough few years, and also legal problems she's had. Yes, I mean she's been a mess. She was in jail. Yes, right. Yes. But that none of that is why she's my diva. Oh, okay. What'd she do? So, okay. So this is, I'm going to like, I'm going to start the story and then I'm going to take a step back and then I'm going to get back into the story. Great. So I'm going to tell something and I'm going to get personal. Then I'm going to oh, get back into it. Okay. I it's like not that, that personal. It's fine. So tell us what she's always thought of Lori and Julia for the last 20 no, years. No, all good things. So, okay, you know, do you, if I say the name Maddie Ziegler, yeah. does that... She was on Dance Moms, right? Exactly. That's where she got her start. That is where she got her start. She was um, kind of the darling of that show, and then she was discovered or, like, made the muse by Sia. And then she kind of has rose to fame. She's been in all kinds of movies, including but not limited to West Side Story, yeah. etc. So, Maggie Ziegler is on the cover of Cosmopolitan magazine. And in the interview in Cosmopolitan, she explains that she is no longer in touch with Abby Lee Miller. Again, the dance teacher who believes she's responsible for her. Of course. As right? she would. Uh, and she says... I made her a star! She says that she's at peace without having a relationship with her. And uh, she called Dance Moms a toxic environment. Okay. So remember I said I'm going to drop a little in, then I'm going to take a step back and get personal, and then I'll wade back into the waters. So my daughter, who's 12, um, who's a dancer, has started to watch Dance Moms. Mm -mm. Mostly for the dancing. And I know that that's why. No go-go juice. But she is... It's been interesting because I will watch it sort of out of the corner of my eye. Now, I watched the whole series when it was on. Yeah. So I'll sort of be watching it out of the corner of my eye and having memories of watching this. And honestly, it is abusive. Oh, they are. I am not surprised. Everybody on that show, the way they talk to each other, the way they treat each other, the way they manipulate each other, the way the girls are manipulated. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Did you not see that the first time? Yes, I absolutely did. But what's different? Uh, that I'm watching it through my daughter's eyes. Okay. You and think maybe you're more sensitive to it now? Or maybe I just, like, it's the reminder of it. Mm. Like, it's, I remembered that it was bad, but then when you watch it again, you're like, ah, this is really bad. I just, the only reason I brought that up is because so often now when we watch things from oh, the yeah. past, I think we are more thoughtful about you know, critiquing what we thought was fine back then. Well, I will say I I definitely found it more entertaining back then. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it was sort of like, look at these people. They're so ridiculous. And the things that they're, you know, all whipped up about. And like these moms are just so completely invested in their daughter's careers. I mean, you know, Jojo C was yeah. on that show and we still kind of see... Well, no, she was on Toddlers and Tiaras. Oh, oh. But it's the same concept. Sure. It's like these moms who are like trying to live vicariously through their children. And sure. it's just obnoxious. And they get in so many fights. And Abby is so manipulative and awful. 
Okay, so I it's like I'm being re-exposed to that. So then when I see Abby Lee Miller talking about it and saying, you know, and she says exactly what you would know that she would say, essentially, in so many words, like, I'm the one that's responsible for her fame. Sure. And, you know, sadly, it's, it's always the ones that you do the most for that kick you in the can-can. Oh, it's good to see that after all of the trauma and, I mean, this woman has had a rough go. Right. Some of it's self-imposed. Yep. But some of it, she's had some terrible health issues, mm-hmm. right? She almost died. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, she she's been in a wheelchair. Been for, through yeah. a lot of life that you would think maybe has since given her a different perspective on things. It's clear from the way you're describing it. It doesn't sound like that's the case. It is like, again, she was she's abuse of the way she treated people was abusive. And then for it's, it is so classic the way she's saying, you know, and look at, she doesn't even appreciate what I did for her. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, I think what Maddie Ziegler said was like, I am, you know, she, like she realizes she recognizes how that gave her the platform she has, but that she's at peace not being in a toxic environment any longer where Abby Lee Miller is basically not at peace, not at peace and never has been and is behaving as though you should be grateful that you put up with all that stuff because look at you now. That just tells you everything you need to know about the inner workings of Abby Lee Miller's mind, which is toxic dump. It's so gross. Meaning that does not sound reflective. It does not sound Mm-mm. caring because even if you believed all of that, right? Right. To say all of it shows that you have. I, I do you feel like because I don't know her that well, <laughs> Abby Lee Miller. We're close, but you are definitely closer because you've watched for so long. She sounds kind of like a narcissist. Oh yeah, because again, that wouldn't surprise me, right? Like she she did all this like financial stuff that clearly anybody else could have seen coming from mm-hmm. a mile away, but she thought she was you know more. Like she more adept at like pulling the wool over people's eyes. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. It's it's a classic, you know, when somebody has a ton of power, they start to believe that they're invincible. And so, yeah. you know, I don't know that she was a born narcissist, but she certainly, you know, definitely settled into that sort of nobody can touch me. I'm at the top of my game. Um, and then she would also do these things where she would um kind of draw people in and make them feel sorry for her when she got caught doing them. And so, anyway. Check your email quickly. We got an email. Oh, from Abby Lee Miller? No, but somebody who just saw her in New York City. Oh, I didn't get that. Yeah, yeah, you, you read did. It to me. No, it just hasn't come through yet. Oh, okay. Uh, hi, it's Bradley and Colleen. It's crazy y'all are talking about Abby Lee Miller because I literally saw her in New York City <gasps> last week after I was getting cocktails with friends at around midnight and she was getting pizza. Uh, she didn't look so great, but... Uh, or Oh, and she was pretty rude to us as we walked by. Yikes! See, that's the thing is like the misery that that's she... That's our Brit friend from New York City. The oh, pizza. hi! Pizza, pizza friend! Pizza, pizza friend! Aww. Well, Abby Lee Miller, still a D-bag. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, come over here and have a seat with us. We're going to sit under the shade tree. Shade tree. We're going to hear all about how Monica Lewinsky responded to uh, Jennifer Aniston's Mm. thoughts on her being famous for nothing. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hi. Um, do you are we gonna 
Get under the shade tree. Let's do it. Oh, let's get under the shade there's tree. No, we don't have a sign. There's no sign. We're under the shade tree. It's so shady under here. Shady. Hope the tree doesn't fall on you because it's shady. <laughs> uh, no, I do want to sit. A, come sit under the shade tree. I'd like to tell you a story about Monica Lewinsky's non-response Ooh. response to Jennifer Aniston's dig. Ooh. Colleen, uh, I'm going to give you an update on a story that you brought to mm-hmm. our attention earlier this week. Can you remind the audience what the dig was that Jennifer Aniston made at Monica Lewinsky, by the way, in Paris Hilton's expense. Yes. So uh, Jennifer Aniston was doing a um, an interview. This-, this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It was for Variety's Actors on Actors. I, I think I forgot to attribute it to where this uh, all came from, but this was for Actors on Actors, which is a thing that Variety does. She was being she was interviewing and being interviewed by Sebastian Stan. And um, in it, she talked about how where she, with the time that she came up in Hollywood was before the era where we exist now, where there's celebrities who are famous for being famous. And she talked about sort of the early people that she identified as the people who were famous for nothing or being just, you know, being famous. And she named Paris Hilton and Monica Lewinsky. Now I want to say the actual quote right at the time when the internet really shaped a new culture about people becoming famous, this thing of people becoming Famous for basically doing nothing. I mean, Paris Hilton, Monica Lewinsky, all those. Which it's just in the telling of that as you read it again, I just cringe going, oh, what were you thinking? The name check people? Because it implies that you don't you think they're famous for nothing, Mm. which let's which I would also say that combining Paris Hilton like. I think it's a misreading of Paris Hilton, number one. Mm-hmm. But to then combine Paris Hilton with Monica Lewinsky, those are two very different reasons for women who've become celebrities. Yeah. Monica Lewinsky never asked to be a celebrity. And so it seemed ex- especially problematic for her to name drop uh, Monica Lewinsky that yeah. way. Well, Monica Lewinsky has thrown some subtle shame, Ooh. maybe not so subtle in the day uh, that we live, because if you like a tweet, mm-hmm. That, you know, like, I don't think that's so subtle anymore. I think it's just so obvious. It's just not her words. It's not her tweet. She did not tweet a response yet to Jennifer Aniston. But she, as I said, has not issued a response. However, she made her feelings very clear on the matter when she liked this tweet that criticized stars who, quote, demean other women, uh, demean, I'm going to read the whole thing, but to begin, demean other women's 
passed despite claiming to, quote, preach empowerment. So Mm. the tweet in question that she liked was posted in a lengthy thread about Monica's role in pop culture and the way in which her name has been used by a lot of people over the years. Mm -hmm. Um, And and here's the tweet. And this is from a Twitter user, Ernest uh, Ernest Sewell. I don't I don't know this particular Mm -hmm. uh, Twitter person. Even Beyonce, Ms. Female in Power, who I do love and enjoy, this person tweets, used Ms. Lewinsky's name in a song about, well, something. For women who preach empowerment to demean other woman, woman's past and drag her out for the sake of it looks really hypocritical. Mm-hmm. So making the point that... Um, I mean, I don't even need to no. to tell you. It's just very clear. For women who preach empowerment to demean another woman's past... And drag her out for the sake of it looks really hypocritical. And absolutely. Yeah. Like if Jennifer Aniston is going to talk about women's empowerment, maybe you don't name check women. Yeah. Uh, also, just throw them in uncharacteristically in a way that doesn't tell you the full picture, even a nuanced picture. Right. Of what role they had in society. Especially, especially for a woman like Monica Lewinsky, who truly was a victim of stuff. And has been, yeah. I mean, truly lost uh, years from what was on the trajectory to be a great career. I've always thought with Monica Lewinsky, it's weird to me. I understand the look. I don't want to. I don't want to like do all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the actual story about mm-hmm. what led to Monica Lewinsky being treated the way she was. Other than to bring it into the conversation for the purpose of making the point that like. Nothing that she did indicates that she wanted to be a part of the public's narrative. Mm -mm. And that was at a time before social media. Mm -hmm. And the media went so hard against her in a way that should be shocking and disturbing to anyone. I don't care. Like, people use her as a political punchline to serve their own political interests. But, like, even before social media, she became a pariah. Right. Thanks to... The media, mm-hmm. not even social media. No, just, just the, the mainstream media. media. Like people who get paid like you and I. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm sure if we were there that many years ago, we probably would have made jokes at her expense and now would feel horrible. I mean, I don't know what we would have done. I want to put well, words in our mouth, but I think we've changed the way we viewed her as a woman. Well, because I can actually remember how I was shaped by the narrative at that time and the way that I viewed her and how very different that is now having a different perspective and recognizing the ways that the media shapes the narrative and tells you a story about who a person is. And um, she has done, and this is why I actually appreciate that she just liked that tweet. And she, I don't know that she ever will say something because she doesn't need to, she doesn't need to. And part of her, platform really is this anti-bullying thing and i don't know that she wants to get into any kind of verbal sparring match with anybody um nor and i bet she's also i don't want to speak for her but probably exhausted from defending herself low all these years yeah and uh, but i i find it interesting and this add this to like the amber heard experience Mm -hmm. I always find it interesting that the average person on the street, and I include myself in that in many stories, some I don't because we read a lot of pop culture news on a regular basis in a way that maybe not everybody does, but Mm -hmm. certainly a lot of our listeners do. But like, 
if you have, and I, I try to check myself in this way, if you have a strong emotional reaction to a person that you don't know, yeah, the better thing to do is like investigate that. Yeah, get a little curious. Than just to go with the feeling you have. Right. You know how people will say like, I just don't like her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't like her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, but you don't know her. I mean, you cannot like someone you don't know. Sure. But if you have a very strong opinion, and I say that because where Monica Lewinsky is concerned, there are so many people I think that have a strong reaction to her. And I don't think it probably is for any reason other than the media spent so many years piling up on her. Absolutely. And, you know, you don't have to have, you know, read about what her life has been like since or watched the Ryan Murphy yeah. uh, American true, true, true history crime american crime what is that american crime story is that what it was america crime american American crime Crime story Story. about impeachment that yeah about about that like you don't have to have have availed yourself of those things to be able to take a step back and just be critical about how the news was delivered to you and how she was characterized exactly Oof, but mm, jennifer and we get that same grace to jennifer aniston yes all the time thank you very much When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show. Don't sit six inches from my face and tell me you're not farting. Thank you. <laughs> what snack or food goes best with pop? 651-641-1071. We'll talk to you after this.